like the phoenix from its own ashes rises the fattest tub of fuck you know damsel with fight fat podcast number four thank you very much for checking me out don't even know how long it's been since i did one of these but uh in the last podcast i remember saying this whole covid19 situation coronavirus not a big deal don't worry about it it'll blow over you can ignore it and that was right no maybe maybe i was a little wrong because it seems like the world has ended and uh yeah yeah it's been weird i've never experienced anything like this don't think anybody really has but uh you know a guy ate a bat and now i'm unemployed i'm sure you've seen that meme but uh yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been uh, playing video games, and I've been eating. That's about it. I uh, Something I realized, actually, is that uh, the only reason I clip my toenails is so that I can do jujitsu because you can't have raggedy toenails if you're gonna, you know, have your feet on people and like touching their face and stuff, right? So uh since I've had to stop doing jujitsu, my foot hygiene has definitely taken a hit. And uh so has my diet. Uh I, I'm realizing now that the only reason I eat healthily is so that I can continue doing jujitsu because you know I'm uh, I'm lactose intolerant, but I love ice cream, and I love cheese and cookies and milk, and I can't just constantly shovel that stuff into my gullet normally because I might accidentally shit on someone during jujitsu. Right, have them in my triangle and they get a taste of something that they don't want. Right, so yeah, this is a. Uh... But by, by the time this quarantine is over. I'm either going to be, I'm either going to pull it together, you know, uh, get into back into the habit of working out alone and uh, dieting, and I'm going to be under 300 pounds, or I'm going to be over 400 pounds. It's, I don't know which way it's going to go, but it's definitely going to be one of them. But, uh, yeah, yeah, how you guys been? Let me know in the comments. I, I look forward to reading the one comment from the one person that actually replies, but, uh, yeah, uh, some big stuff has happened. Some little stuff has happened. Uh, where to begin? I'm not sure. My girlfriend of two years broke up with me. That was a bit of a hit, but, you know, it happens. She uh, she sent me a text saying, this ain't gonna work. And I said, okay. And then, uh, yeah, I've come to terms with it because we wanted different things, you know? Like, I want to move north to Maine, eventually, like, yeah, and, uh, she wants someone with an adult-sized penis, and there are things that I can't provide, and there were things that she couldn't provide, you know what I mean, so, you know, it happens, there are things that I'm gonna miss, there are things that I'm not gonna miss, you know, like, uh, oh, for example, something I hated, you know, we could be in the store together, and say we're waiting in line, you know, we're just chilling, talking, doing our thing, right? And a group of girls could walk in, get in line behind us, and they could be straight dime pieces. They could be tens, absolute tens. And as soon as she sees them get near us, 
she immediately would start getting all lovey-dovey and clinging to my arm and trying to kiss me. And it was so annoying. Like, I couldn't stand it. Like, bitch, get off of me, okay? I am a three. You are a four. Those tens are not worried about us at all. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wanted to drop to my knees and cry for hours. I wanted to curse the heavens, and I wanted to write a love ballad. Ballad? Is that the thing that people vote with? Like a voting ballad? Love ballot? I wanted to write a love song, you know, winter back, but, you know what? It's not gonna work out, that's fine, you know? No tears for me. Because, uh, I actually, I felt a singular tear welling up in my right eye, and I like, ah, I sucked that thing back in, you know? No tears. I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a big boy. And, uh, I'm gonna try to edit out any pauses here, but, uh, uh, a little kid just crashed his scooter outside of my window, and I had to make sure he was okay, because I'm a good Samaritan. And, uh, who am I kidding? I just wanted to make sure he didn't die on my property, because that would be a legal nightmare, I'm sure. But, uh, MMA news. How about we actually get into that? Uh, UFC 249, unfortunately, was canceled or postponed. Uh, Khabib versus Tony fell apart, once again, I believe, for the fifth time. And, uh, Justin Gaethje stepped in. He was going to be the replacement for Khabib, so that there could still be a card. But, uh, the, the head honchos at ESPN and Disney asked Dana White to seize and desist, soldier! So, uh, there was no, no no event there, but it was uh, pushed to May 9th, uh, May 9th at the Vistar Veterans Memorial Hospital. Nope, that says arena. I can't read. Uh, I believe that's in Florida. Uh, this is a ridiculous card. I'm very excited about it. Uh, main event, Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. Honestly, I don't know which way this is going to go, but I hope Tony Ferguson wins. Because I always pull for Tony Ferguson, like, uh, I, I don't, yeah, I don't even know who he would have to be fighting for me to pull, or, like, to root against him. He may have to be fighting my own father, but even then, I might be like, ah, you know what, I want to see what, I want to see exactly what he would do to this guy, you know? So, maybe if he, if he, if Tony Ferguson attacks my dad, I'll be like, hey, I hope you lose. But, until then, I'm always pulling for, uh, Tony Ferguson. Uh, I don't know if he's going to win. Uh, Justin Gaethje throws bombs, runs at you like a maniac. Well, not runs at you, but he presses forward like he like uh, like a maniac. And Tony Ferguson is not scared of any maniacs. He's not scared of anything, it seems like. He, uh... Yeah, I, I hope to see some disgusting leg kicks and some bloody elbows. That's, that's, I'm, I'm very excited for that fight. Uh, the co-main event is Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz is coming off of, I believe, a three-year and some-month uh, uh, layoff after being injured. And uh, Henry Cejudo is the bantamweight champion. I almost said flyweight champion, but he is not anymore. He, he relinquished that belt. Um... Yeah, both have pretty impeccable records, only two losses to absolute savages. And uh I don't I don't know how this is gonna go. I'm I think I'm pulling for Dominic Cruz. Um 
when I first started getting into MMA, first started hearing about it, he was one of the guys on top. Like in the UFC Undisputed games, I used to play as him. So before I even knew what any of the moves that I was doing were. So um, I'm most definitely excited about that. Um, Henry Cejudo, Olympic wrestler. Uh, Dominic Cruz, he's no slouch in his own right. Uh, on In uh, the striking, I think Henry is at a disadvantage. But if you saw him fight Marlon Moraes, you know, he, he got, he was very solidly, decisively losing the first round, came back to stop it in the second. So, you know, he's a, he's a fighter and he's a winner, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to go, but I, I like both those guys. I think I'm pulling for Dominic though. Uh, Francis Ngannou versus Jorginho Rosenstrike. Um, go ahead. You try and spell Jorginho Rosenstrike. I'll, I'll give you time. I'll wait. Ooh, I got nothing to do, literally, because I'm unemployed now. Uh, Jarzinho has a perfect record so far versus Francis Ngannou, who has 14 wins, three losses, but you know is a is a title former title challenger. So uh, both these guys throw bombs. I hope that this is an exciting fight. Unlike Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis, we thought that was going to be exciting. Ended up having the second least. Strikes thrown in a fight, I believe. Uh, I'm I'm pulling for Francis, and I think he's gonna win. Uh, Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Cutter. I'm gonna go with Calvin Cutter, but Jeremy Stevens at least never has a boring fight, so that's gonna be fun either way. Greg Hardy versus Jorgen von Strangelpuss. What is that? Jorgen De Castro. Uh, Jorgen De Castro is undefeated, I believe. Uh. And I saw him fight Tai uh, Tuivasa, I believe, and he won in like the he got a, like a first round knockout, I believe, uh, versus Greg Hardy, who has been riddled with controversy in the octagon, out of the octagon in his NFL career. It's just it's it seems like it's just part of his nature. Um, he's been pretty dominant in most of his uh, victories so far. He has two losses, I think. One was a disqualification because he needs somebody in the head. The second was a decision loss to Alexander Volkov. And he has a no contest because he used he won he won the fight, but he used an inhaler in between rounds, which was not legal. Uh who else? Oh, I think I'm I think Greg's gonna win, but I'm hoping that uh Jorgen wins. Uh who else here? Donald Cerrone. Versus, I believe this is on the prelim uh, prelim card. Uh, Donald Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. I hope Donald wins, but I don't know which way this is going to go. Um, both are coming off losses. Donald is coming off of three KO, TKO losses, so I think I want him to you know, pull it around. Because if you know anything about... If you know about Donald Cerrone, you love Donald Cerrone. I love Donald Cerrone, so... Uh, Carla Esparza versus Michelle Watterson. Uh, oh, right, I believe this card had Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer, but Amanda Nunes had to pull out. But, uh, I believe they're eyeing another fight in June, so. Uh, Carla Esparza versus Michelle Watterson. I think Michelle's gonna win it, but it's, you know, I'm excited to see the fight either way. Uh, both OGs of female MMA, so. Uh, it should be good. 
Uriah Hall, who, if you know Uriah Hall, it's probably from the spitting heel kick that he had on The Ultimate Fighter. If you look up, like, most devastating MMA knockouts ever, I'm sure he's going to be in the top three of whatever video you look at. Versus Jacare Souza, who has maybe the most prodigious? Prominent? Pretentious is not the word. Really good uh, 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 jiu-jitsu... Prestigious. He has uh, one of the most prestigious uh, jiu-jitsu careers in the UFC. So, Uh, wicked standing versus pretty good standing with wicked grappling. Did that make any sense? What I'm saying is this is a stylistic matchup. Uh, Ground game versus standing. And I'm, I'm definitely excited to see it. Uh, Vicente Luque versus Nico Price. Nico Price has been on a hot streak, to the best of my knowledge. I remember him knocking out James Vick with an up kick, where it looked like James Vick died. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Nico Price, but I'm hope. Yeah, I hope Nico Price wins too. Uh, Vicente Luque, I believe he lost a decision to Wonder Boy. Uh, Stephen Thompson on the BMF card, uh, November 2nd of last year. Uh, Bryce Mitchell versus uh, Charles Rosa. I think Bryce Mitchell is Thug Nasty UFC or something like that. He's a, he's a, he's a redneck, and he got that pretty nasty twister on someone. I don't remember exactly who, but uh, yeah, in his last fight he got a twister, I believe. And uh, he got a lot of hype for that. And it was well-deserved. Um, yeah, all around. I'm excited about that. Um, oh, another thing I wanted to mention was Tony Ferguson on November... Nope, not November. April 17th made weight for a fight that wasn't even happening. And I don't know why he did that. But Tony Ferguson knows why he did that. And I'm sure he has a wonderful reason. But uh, yeah, savagery... At, at the highest level, because if you're not familiar with the weight cutting process, uh, a lot of people have to cut. They they try to before a fight, they try to drop as close as they can to, you know, one fifty five. That's like the weight that he's at, lightweight. They try to get as close as possible, and then in the last couple of days, cut as much water weight as they can, and it is a grueling process. People. Uh, pass out, get hospitalized. This this takes years off of their lives, potentially, if they do it wrong, and their careers. And he decided to do it just for the giggles, just for the lulls, right? I don't, I don't understand, but it's crazy that he did it. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, what else? I mean, there's other stuff that happened, I'm sure of it. Uh, something that uh, has been coming up, is Fight Island. Dana White wanted to get that set up for uh, the April 18th card, but it didn't work out. But he's adamant that it's still going to happen. He's saying that they're going to put an octagon on the beach, and uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a private island, island specifically for UFC fights. And I am so excited about that ridiculous idea because it is, as so many people have pointed out, it's just like the uh, plot of Enter the Dragon, right? With uh, Bruce Lee, where some rich guy hires a ton of professional fighters. They show up on an island, 
and I don't remember the rest of that plot. But hey, you know, if if it, if it'll work out like that, that's pretty cool. And uh, I think that Joe Rogan should be above everybody else in a throne, dressed like a Roman emperor, and he gives the thumbs up or the thumbs down on whether or not the 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 opponents fought valiantly and if the loser gets executed at the end of the fight. Maybe that would uh, ruin the UFC and be bad for business, but I want to see Joe Rogan decide to execute somebody, you know what I mean? Like uh, like Shao Kahn from, uh, from Mortal Kombat. Alright, I don't have much more to talk about today, but um, one good thing about not being in a relationship anymore is that I no longer have to feel bad or guilty when I hit on Megan Anderson, the UFC fighter. And I know she's never going to hear anything that I say. She's never going to read any of my letters. She's definitely never going to reply to any of my letters. And she probably doesn't know who that bouquet came from, right? But I just, internally, I no longer have to feel guilty about it, right? But, last, possibly least, who really knows, uh, fight of the week, Henzo Gracie versus Kazushi Sakuraba which is actually free on YouTube right now. Uh, UFC published it, so you can watch that, and I highly suggest that you do. Uh, Henzo Gracie, of the world-renowned uh, Gracie family, who that revolutionized jiu-jitsu, martial arts as a whole, uh, uh, MMA, uh, yeah, just combat sports, changed it, like revolutionized how we have to look at it. Um... He's part of this un unfellable family. And he's going up against someone that was named the Gracie Hunter, the Gracie Killer. He, uh, he was, uh, Kazushi Sakuraba was a professional wrestler, I believe, and decided to try his hand at MMA. Turns out it worked out pretty well. He defeated Hoist and Hoyler Gracie. And then in the 2000, he went up against Henzo. And it was, uh, it uh, it almost went the distance of uh, 20 minutes. It had two 10-round rounds. And uh, the stand-up was pretty exciting to watch. Uh, the leg kicks, they both threw some really nasty leg kicks that would have brought me to tears. But, um, yeah, it was exciting to watch that. Uh, the, the ground game, the, the grappling wasn't as exhilarating as maybe some people thought it would be. But they both knew that if they made any mistakes, they did anything careless, it was going to be the end of their night. Uh, how it actually ended was Henzo Gracie got Kazushi into the back clinch, which is not a great spot for a jujitsu wizard to have you. But uh, uh, Sakuraba locked up his arm, his, his left arm, I believe, to stop him from doing anything with it, like to stop him from taking him down, to stop him from uh, uh, jumping up for a rear naked choke, anything like that. And while he had his arm, he decided to put him in a Kimura, and he spun with it to, uh, to, to get out of the grip, possibly drag him to the ground, and secure the, the Kimura on the ground. What actually happened was, as he spun, he broke his arm while they were still standing. And uh, the, the crowd was a little confused, 
as to why the fight stopped. The announcing team didn't know what was going on. And then the referee is freaking out because he can very clearly see that the, uh, the Henzo's arm was broken. So that was an ex- I didn't know that's how that ended. I didn't realize it was it was going to be that dramatic in the end. Um, yeah, spinning Kimura. That was the first time I'd ever seen a finish like that. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely suggest that you go watch that. Two legends of the sport. Uh, uh, Henzo Gracie. Killer. Savage. Uh, Kazushi Sakuraba, the world's scariest accountant. Oh, something that was very fascinating during that fight was, uh, watching how stoic, sort of, uh, like Fedor Emelianenko, how stoic he was during the fight, because even when he was breathing heavily, his facial expression stayed pretty much the same, and he looked like he was uninterested. He looked like he was bored during the fight. He, he looked like I look when I'm, when I'm watching TV, so that was very, that was very interesting for me to watch, and I think you should watch it too, how many times am I going to say that, I can say it more, I think you guys should watch that fight, UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, 1FC is where it originally aired, and uh, yeah, search it up on YouTube, um, these, this last minute has gotten awkward, I don't know how to stop it now. I've really forgotten how to end a podcast, so I'm going to do it awkwardly. Hey, guys, I love you. Thanks for checking in on me. I'm going to check in on you hopefully next week. Peace out.